Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Liner Notes. My name is Philip Kerrigan. I am joined by my amazing co-host, as always. Say hello to the people. Hello to the people. I am Heather Lucas. Hello, Heather Lucas. How are you? Hello, Philip Kerrigan. I'm well. It has been a while since we rec- since we recorded and posted one of these. Yeah. 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 We 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 went <laughs> we went a long time. We apologize to everybody. Things got in the way, the holidays and whatnot, and the sure, what yeah, it was the holidays, yeah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> all these different things, and and we're very we we apologize. We couldn't apologize more. Well, we could, but we're not gonna. We're not going to do that. No, I, I'm not. I'm not interested in apologizing to you people. Um, You've but, done it once. Yes, I have and done it once. Scene. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we we would apologize more. We don't feel like it. Uh, so what we're going to do is uh, just move on. Yeah. And uh, and you people can either take it or you can't. Now, we what we what we will try and promise. Is that we do this more often. Is that we and do this more often. Post yeah. them more often. Yeah. We, we, we really did. I mean, I do feel like we had some momentum. There were people who, who found it enjoyable. And then we were like, see ya. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we promised that we'll, we'll do more of these. Today we're talking about... Uh, a really fun show in the 90s. Uh, what are we talking about, Heather? The Simpsons. Oh, man. So, so I'll tell you. <laughs> so, I'll tell you, a true, uh, full disclosure, I have not watched The Simpsons, like, in a while. Sure. In terms of, like, the newer episodes. Okay. It's been going out for how long? I'm sure you got the number 31 right. 31 years. 31 friggin' years. Yeah. That's insane. It is the longest running animated show. Yeah. Ever? Isn't it the longest? It could it be the longest running show ever? It isn't because 60 Minutes outdoes it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the juxtaposition between yeah. <laughs> Simpsons and 60 Minutes. Morley Schaefer's over here shaking his fist from the grave. <laughs> yeah. It's me. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this was, oh man, a quintessential 90s show. Absolutely. This was the show that uh, if you grew up in the 90s uh, in any way and... and any of your identity was formed watching television. This was in the rotation. Yeah, you were watching this on Sunday nights. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, and it then when it became deal. syndicated, you were like, I'll watch this whenever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really just, it was there like a comforting blanket. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Yeah, and, and I'm sure uh, one of the things we'll get into is is like the characters involved and morphed over time and your favorite characters changed over yeah. time based on like where we were oh yeah where we whatever. were where we are yeah yeah absolutely so uh no this show is a is a is a it's a all-timer it's an all-timer <laughs> i think it's like what you would call an absolute classic show yeah it's great there you go get it over uh, so, uh, give us give us a little rundown, Lucas, of like where The Simpsons came from, what it's all about, the sort of like how it even came to fruition. Sure, yeah. So, uh, The Simpsons <clears throat> was created by a person called Matt Groening, not Groening, which kind of looks like that's how his name should be pronounced, sure. Groening, right. yeah. but Groening, <laughs> yeah. who went to the Evergreen State Evergreen College, State College! Which you went to, and I almost went to. Fighting gooey ducks. Yeah, super fighting gooey ducks. <laughs> um, also, something about Evergreen that I always thought was weird is like, why do all your buildings look like communist Russia from the 80s? I think that was fairly purposeful. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> but, I think they were embracing the communist aesthetic. Yeah, right? They were like, you know what this is? A business. You know a what business we really based need on more communism. of? Eastern Europe. <laughs> Do you want to be part of the block countries? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he is apparently the most famous Evergreen graduate. Yeah, I mean, I think Kramer from Seinfeld also came from Evergreen. Did he really? Yes. How but, funny. Yeah, but Graining, I didn't know that. Graining is way... If well, there yeah. were a statue of a person who went... 
Yeah. It would be grainy. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got a show on for 31 years. He's a gajillionaire, probably. I would assume um, so. Whereas Kramer got, you know, heckled off the stage because he said the N-word. Quite and a few then times. he's been nowhere since. Well, yeah, deservedly so. So. He was one of the first cancellations, and I'd say he earned he it. He was one of the first cancellations. <laughs> I'd yeah. say he earned it. Yeah, so that was not in the 90s, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. We will talk about Seinfeld. Oh, we'll digress into Seinfeld oh, at yeah. some point. Yeah. Because that was also a quintessential show. That was a quintessential 90s mm-hmm. show. So, um... Basically, the show itself, right? So yeah. the characters are, funnily enough, funnily, is that a word? Ooh, I like Let's that. Let's go with it. Um, the show came on to the Tracy Ullman show. It was like part of their bumper. You know how like Saturday Night Live would have like these little skits that were already pre-recorded. Right. Like their music videos or their animation. Right. So Tracy Ullman show also had the same situation. Probably where Saturday Night Live stole it from later in the 90s. Okay. Okay. Because they, they didn't have it uh, at that point? They had commercials. Oh, yeah. With, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, they were mostly like live skits. Sure. And then Tracy Ullman show, a live show, then yeah. did the little and the simpsons was one of these cartoons it was and at the time they they called them bumpers right Mm -hmm. so 1987 april 1987 is when the first simpsons bumper showed on tracy ullman and back in the day when it was on tracy ullman all the characters were like super ragged and like kind of sketchy yeah Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember those first ones were really crude. Yeah. A little bit like Beavis and Butthead almost. A little, yeah. Yeah. Like, do you remember the show? I can't remember what it was called, but there was a therapist, and I think he was voiced by John Lovitz. Yes. And he was shaky. Dr. Katz. Dr. Katz, yeah. So he was real shaky all the time. The Simpsons had a little bit of that quality, but not like the shaky outline where you're like, my eyes are starting to be... Effective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that was just a function of like they didn't have a lot of money or something. It could have been, yeah. Because later on, it becomes really smoothed over. Yeah, yeah. So Tracy Ellen show was on Fox. Uh-huh. Simpsons get picked up on Fox. Yeah. Uh, the show itself, right? Um, so Matt Groening was best known at the time for his Life Is Hell comic strips. I've never seen. I've these. never even heard or seen these. Yeah. So maybe the characters existed in those comics. Okay. Not, not sure. But um, his family is an American family inspired by his own. He is a native to the Northwest, Portland, Oregon. Okay. Okay. His mother is Margaret Wiggum. Oh, wow. Okay. So you get Marge and Chief Wiggum out of that. That's awesome. His father is Homer Philip Graining. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. And I think Homer's brother was Philip, but also... uh, Matt Graining did Futurama, Philip Fry is the main character. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, So he also has two sisters. Guess what their names are? It's got to be Lisa and Maggie. They are. Yeah, absolutely. So it kind of sounds like Graining was the Bart in the whole situation. Like he did comics. Viewed himself as the Bart. Viewed himself as the Bart. He did comics. He did sketches. He was a cartoonist. He did sketches for a college campus magazine. Okay. So, you know, he's the Bart of all the people. I don't know if he and his, like if his dad ever choked him like Homer choked Bart, but you know. (laughs) I can't imagine. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe he did. Yeah. Gives him some character or something. Yeah, that's I don't right. Know. So, as it got onto Fox, they were like, "You got to smooth this out. We're gonna like make it a little more classy and a little right. more put ex- some money behind." Yeah, it. exactly. So they did. The first episode that aired was in uh, nineteen ninety, or I'm sorry, nineteen eighty nine. Mm-hmm. And then The Simpsons itself has won a gajillion a gajillion and trophies. Yes, because really it was like the first widely accepted animated yes, show. 100%. It was on prime time. Yep. 
Adults watched it. Kids watched it. Yeah. It was widely accepted. They had songs like Do the Bartman. You remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Right? There were all kinds of I things. had a shirt that said Bart Simpson. It had Bart Simpson on it, pulling his slingshot, and okay. it said Underachiever and Proud of It. Nice. Yeah. See? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like all those kind of like iconic things. Like you could dress like them. You could yep. have clothing with their faces yep. and their logos. And yep. you could have all these like little bobbleheads and things like that, right? Like yeah. All that existed. Yeah. So they have won 11 Emmys for Outstanding Animated Program, mm-hmm. 16 Emmys for Outstanding VoiceOver Performance. Mm-hmm. In 1992, they won six of them. Wow. For that category. Okay. Uh, they've won two for Outstanding Music and Lyrics, five for Outstanding Individual Achievement in Animation. Okay. They hold the record for most People's, people's Choice Awards by an animated series. That's eight. Um, they have... Uh, of course, had the most celebrity or guest stars. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Right, because essentially every character who's not a standard person who works or lives in the town, yeah, is a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it is. So eight hundred ten. Oh yeah. I mean, I, yeah, because I remember it was one episode where it was like a baseball episode, and they had at least ten players in that uh-huh. episode. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the first person they had that was like a famous person, like a guest, mm-hmm. did become a regular. It was Marsha Wallace, is her name. She was Mrs. Krabappel, the teacher, oh, arts teacher. That's yeah. awesome. So she was the first one who was like, "Hey, you're you're a celebrity guest," but then she became a regular. Yeah. Um, also, The Simpsons has records in the Duff Book of Records. There's a Duff Book of Records? Hell yeah, there's a Duff Book of Records. Right. Of course there is. Okay. So the Duff Book of Records, which I'm sure has like a whole... It's right up there with Guinness. ...segment, you know, like uh, Duff Man's got to be up in there. Yeah. But Duff Beer Company, you know, they um, they have, uh, let's see, most lima beans shoved up the nose. Most people bouncing paddle balls, which was attempted by everyone in Springfield. Okay. Most trampoline bounces by Homer, the fattest town. <laughs> <laughs> The best book you have ever seen, which was Tom Clancy's Op Center. <laughs> <laughs> Most clothespins clipped to the face and neck, which was 116. <laughs> and then Duff Beer also organizes the Duff Ultimate Eating Challenge. That's awesome. That's awesome. Also, randomly of like notable award kind of things. So mm-hmm. Time Magazine does People yeah. of the Year kind of stuff. Uh the 100 most important people of the 20th century alongside Einstein and Gandhi and the Beatles yeah. was Bart Simpson. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, you know, it's just a little Became pretty pop culture influential. Little influential. Yeah. So let's talk about a few things. I want to I want to run a few things yeah. by you that I always found really awesome about, about the show. About the Simpsons? About okay. the show. The first thing I always loved was the opening. Yeah, right? Do you remember? They would always they would always have the same opening. Right, and come through the clouds. Yeah, and then, and then you have the like family swooping moving it out, and Bart would town. be doing the mm-hmm. doing the skateboard thing, and Lisa would Marge be like, driving. And she gets all like uh, kicked out of her class. Or whatever. But then the, it would always end totally different than any other week. Well, there was one part where it was like, that was also like Bart writing on the chalkboard at the beginning of that. That was always different. Always different. Yeah. So you were always like, I got to see who's writing. You literally would tune in to the beginning. Yeah. So you could see what sort of kooky opening they had. Yeah, exactly. So you got that part and then the family gathering on the couch. Yeah. It's so good. So good that they did that every week. You just loved it. Uh, Another one. They they felt like uh, one of the first times I remember um, 
always looking forward to a singular episode. You know, you had mm-hmm. Christmas episodes oh, yeah, of, yeah. of like TV like shows. Like the holiday ones. But always. the Treehouse of Horror. Oh, hell yeah. Is one of the best ideas. Because mm-hmm. when you were a kid, Halloween was huge. Yeah. Right? And so it was awesome that the Simpsons that week would play Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah. They were always the weirdest, craziest. The one that always sticks with me about Treehouse of Horrors is when the Simpsons are abducted and they have those two aliens. With like, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they're there and they're just like, we're treating you. You're our guests. And Lisa finds a book that says how to cook humans. And as they keep wiping the book, yes. it's dusty. It's like, no, it's how to cook humans. No, it's how to cook for humans. No, it's how to cook for humans to taste good. Like, yeah. it's like this so good. insane thing. So good. But they also did the thing where they were like, we parody everything. Yes. And it was like the things that Matt Groening, the other writers, the animators loved, yeah. right? So Treehouse of Horrors, like they parodied Twilight Zone. Yes. In some of those. That's like, right. Bart was like a gremlin yep. on the wing of the plane. Yeah. That right? was great. That was incredible. That yeah. was great. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. Treehouse of Horrors is amazing. Um, and then I love the, uh, so what I love is that my, my favorite character morphed as I got older. Okay. Who's your favorite character? So my current favorite character is Homer. Okay. Um, but like when I was like 11, 12, 13, uh, uh, it was absolutely Bart. Bart was, Bart was your all time hero. You related though. Right. Cause you were like a kid and you wanted to do the things that Bart was doing. He had such a great attitude. Mm Mm-hmm. And then as you got older, you you really thought Homer was just a delight. Just yeah. a delightful oaf. Like a stupid like guy who just got in all this trouble, but he, his heart was in the right place. I feel like in shows that are kind of like this nuclear family structure. Um, nuclear. Uh, that's also a... Is that a 90s thing? Nope, no, that's a nope, 2000. That's a 2000 That's a, that's a W. Bush. Yeah. Nuclear. Yeah. Um, thousand points of light. <laughs> thousand points of light. That's, that's, the, that's, that's, that's the 90s Bush. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Um, <laughs> you have these these series where like the dad being an oaf is both adorable, but has these moments of like clarity. Yeah, where they come through and yeah. they're just like, "Hey, yeah. this is brilliant." Yeah, brilliant. And he and and he just because it's animated, it can get even kooky. Oh yeah, absolutely. With, with home, it's one of my favorite things about animated shows is. You, you can go have aliens you abduct people, yep. and that's not out of bounds. So, who's your favorite? So, give me like your top three favorite characters. favorite Simpsons characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I would say like the one that I probably always like would like the most mm-hmm. is Lisa. Yeah. You know, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I related to Lisa because she was in band and she was a nerd right. and she was like justice and fairness. Yeah. Like I have those Captain America qualities yeah. that will never go away, just like Lisa. Yeah. So I always related to her. But um, one of my favorite characters by far, Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> the little boy, <laughs> the little boy in Lisa's Chief class. Wiggum's kid. Yeah, Chief yeah, Wiggum's yeah. kid. Yeah. And he was just like the dopiest little kid so completely innocent yeah but he would say the most insane things sure like would. it tastes like burning <laughs> yeah. you know and you're like what he gets so many good lines he has so many good yeah. lines yeah. so many he good does. lines he does um i would say also my other favorite character would probably be a toss-up between mo and barney yeah mo is in my top three yeah. side characters for sure yeah. uh yeah mo would be up there yeah because like they are Homer's friends. Yep. Mo owns the bar. Yep. And like Mo is just like this curmudgeon of a man. Yes. And he does get like the short end of the stick a lot. Yeah. Which is part of the gag. Yeah. 
Barney is always drunk, which is part of the gag. Right. So I think that the two of them are, are pretty solid. But yeah. like, definitely Ralph Wiggum for sure. Yeah. I have Mr. Burns. Oh, yeah. I love Mr. Burns. Yeah. And he's become memeable now. He is. Right? Like, he's like, excellent. How many excellent. times have you sent excellent to one of your friends, right? I, I think I've sent it to you like 50. <clears throat> A million times. Yeah. Because it's so great. It is. Uh, so, yeah. So I would put, I would definitely put... Uh, Mr. Burns up there. Okay. I'd put Chief Wiggum. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. He is, Chief yeah. Fantastic. And then Dis- Disco Stew. Nice. Disco Stew. Right. He's great, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some really good I always there. love those, like, regular town characters who aren't in every episode. Like That's that. right. Like, Disco Stew, you can always count on to be Disco. Like, yeah. that's what he cares about. Yes. That's his focus. Yes. Like, the, the comic book man. Oh, that's, yeah. That's his 100%, 100%. focus. 100%. He will mock you yes. to your face and yep. say shitty mean things yep. about how dumb you are when it comes to anything nerd. And then he'll be kind of sad about it. 100%. Right? 100%. And then I also super loved, um, oh, who was the other one? Phil Hartman had a guy on there, didn't he? Yeah. So he was he the, like the lawyer. He was like the lawyer. What, what was, was his, his name? name? The Troy lawyer. McClure. Troy? <laughs> Troy McClure. Oh, damn it. Troy McClure was awesome. Love oh, my God. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. I feel like we need you to may have... remember me from such. <laughs> I feel like we're going to have to have an episode dedicated just to Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Phil Hartman. That dude was amazing. Men that in the dude 90s. was amazing. Oh, he, he, he was, was definitely like, man, like. He was the perfect '90s guy, and he could be other things, but like, it's amazing. you know, he, he was, was great on news radio. He was great on news radio. He was incredible on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He was incredible in every movie. Yeah, you know, like, um, so I killed an axe murderer. When <laughs> he was, he was like, yeah, <laughs> and they pissed in the bitch's ocular cavity. Yeah, like what? <laughs> so good. What? So good. I yeah, love yeah. Vicky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Troy McClure. Troy McClure. So, um, we're definitely gonna do a Phil Hartman episode, but yeah, so that's great. Like those characters, right? Yeah. So I do have a ranked character list of like the best okay. Simpsons characters. Okay. Okay. So this is going to be our little quiz for the day. Okay. Okay. So I have a list of 20. Yeah. Let's see. Where did it come from? Mm. Does it include main characters? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So it includes main characters and then it includes uh, other characters who are like outside of the, the family of five. Okay. Right. Okay. And so, who who ranked these? I don't know. Human I didn't write people. It down. Where'd you get this from? The what? internet. So it Just could be internet. anybody. It could be www.theinternet.com. Dark Maga um, did it. Dark Dark Maga. <laughs> have you not heard of Dark Maga? I have not heard Apparently, of Dark Apparently, that's a new thing. So we'll have Wait, a conversation about Maga, that. There's Maga, then there's Ultra Maga, now there's Dark Maga? Yeah, so Madison Cawthorn recently talked about Dark Maga, Dark Maga taking over and avenging his loss in the primary. Wow, because that's a real thing. comic booky on this. Yeah, that feels that feels yeah. stupid. Well, I mean, like we are creating a supervillain in Elon Musk, like <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We dark, were, dark we, maga. We are going off topic here, but we were creating a supervillain in Elon Musk. When do you remember a couple years ago when he was talking about some pedophile? In like Thailand, there yeah. were some boys in a yeah, cave right. that yeah, were yeah. trapped, and yeah. he's the guy like, who saved to... him was a pedophile. Or yeah, something? and then he wanted to like have vengeance on this guy. And I was like, holy yeah. shit, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's that. We um, we digress. We do digress. <laughs> None of there was no dark maga in the nineties. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. let's let's leave it at that. Dark dark maga didn't exist yet. Okay, so the internet decided these characters. Okay. So twenty characters. Okay. So guess guess some. Okay. Do it. All right. Just the twenty best. According to the quote-unquote internet. 
the greatest, twenty greatest okay, in the history. So, in the history. Okay, so we'll Simpsons. snipe off the we'll snipe off the family. Okay. We'll go with number one. I feel like is Homer Simpson. It is. Yeah. Uh, number two is Bart Simpson. No. Oh. But he is number ten. Number Jesus. ten. Jesus, number yeah. ten. So it says in the early days of the show, Bart was the breakout star. Yeah, he was. Like he did all kinds of Dennis the Menace stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, it was great. But um, he had some dramatic storylines, mm-hmm. of course, because there was like redemption arcs for sure, Bart. Sure. But he's number ten on this list. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Then we'll go with Marge Simpson. Mm-hmm. Number six. Uh, Lisa. Let's see. Lisa is. Oh, this would be bad for feminism if she's not on this list. Not on this list. Lisa Simpson didn't make the list. Lisa Simpson didn't make the list. Tough day. Is it bad for feminism? It is. She's the she's the lead feminist on the show. That's true. She is. Uh, she's the I am Thanks woman. Thanks for roar. taking charge, child. We expect <laughs> all children to do so at all times. She's the original Greta Thunberg. She is. <laughs> yes, uh, she doesn't make the list. Okay. Uh, Mayor doesn't. Quimby. Mayor Quimby is. He's got to be on the list. On the list, he is number 19, Mayor Diamond Joe Quimby. Uh, Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns is number two. Yeah, he's, okay. he's amazing. I mean, it makes sense, because, like, yeah, Homer, yeah. Homer's nemesis is Mr. Burns. Is Mr. Burns. Yeah, it's fantastic. It was also Bart towards the beginning of the shows, but, like, really, it is Mr. Burns. Like, he's, uh-huh. he's the overlord of 100%. Springfield, right? 100%. Absolutely. Like, I feel like Mr. Burns was the one who wanted you to block talk about, off the sun. You want to talk about, the, yeah, from the, from the movie. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about he is the uh, he is the Elon Musk I suppose of the show. He's the what? Oh, he's Elon, the Elon Musk. Musk. Look yes. at that! We brought it all the way back to Dark hey. Mega and Elon Musk. Wow! Way to go. Way to go. We really got some talent. Somebody sign us. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Some more. Uh, let's see. So then I would go. Let's see. Uh, I think obviously Principal Skinner's on there. Who was Bart's nemesis? He's yes. number five. Yeah, yes. he's pretty great. Also, like Skinner with his mother. And That's like his right. dating life. Oh. Moe's on there. Yeah, Mo is number 17. Um, and so then we'll go with, is Willie the janitor on there? I love Willie. Oh my God, I love him so much. Yeah. Oh, also, I got I a good one. I got like another how one. he rips off his shirt all the time. Yeah. He's not on here. I got another one. What? Krusty the Clown. He is number three. Yeah, Krusty the Clown. His whole story arc of where he was wrongly convicted of being yeah. a serial killer. Yeah. And then having uh, Sideshow Bob's got to be on there. Sideshow Bob is incredible. Um, also, I love that Sideshow Bob is Kelsey Grammer's voice. Uh, he's number 14. Oh, wow. He should yeah. be higher. Yeah, so... Hey, I, that was a great story arc. I used to play a freemium Simpsons game. Yeah. And Sideshow Bob would escape in the game yes. at times. Yes. So you had to catch him yes. before he like I remember this. killed Bart, yes. essentially. I remember this. But um in this premium game, like you had all the side characters, like you could earn them over That's time right. by like God, checking and doing game. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like eventually like I earned all of his family. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> his brothers, his mother. Yeah. So they all had his hair. Like that big I love that. poofy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So because good. the guy whose voice was Niles Crane was was his brother, his brother. or something like that mm-hmm, which yeah, is yeah. great which is also fantastic yeah. see the simpsons did that shit where it was like ah, i see what you did there i know and they were the first they were yeah. really the first to kind of do that yeah to where they like you had like a through line through exactly. everything it was the first comedy where it felt like um it all comes back yeah we're yeah. always gonna bring this stuff back like a little yeah. wink to to you i thought exactly. that's that was really cool. one of my favorite things about crusty yeah is if you take off the makeup and get rid of the hair it's homer like his body, his yeah. face, it's Homer. Yeah. That's it's one of my totally favorites. True. I love it's that totally shit. true. Um, all right, two more. Let me see. 
Uh, okay. There are a couple in here I don't agree with at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so we can talk okay, about those. Okay. Uh, Barney, I feel like, should be on that list. Is Barney on that list? Barney the Drunk? Barney, Barney the, the Drunk, drunk is not on oh, this wow. list Oh, wow. Barney all. the Drunk did not make the list. No. Um, who is Mr. Burns' assistant? Smithers? Smithers. Waylon Smithers? Is he on there? No. Apu. No, Apu's not on here either. Oh, you know why? Because that character is problematic yeah. today. So it's funny, like the kind of things that people are in trouble for today. Yeah. Like Hank Azaria voiced Apu. He yeah. voiced the Bumblebee Man who is Mexican. Yeah. He voiced a bunch of characters, like a yeah. million, million characters. I yeah. think he's Moe's voice. He is. Yeah. So now... It's not cool for a white person to imitate the accent or the anything of yeah, a person so of color. Yeah, so comically, too. Like, yeah. so bad. Yeah. So, like, he's definitely, like, reeled it in, not yeah. not voicing those characters anymore. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, okay, good on you. But in 1990... Didn't make much difference. It didn't make much difference. Didn't make much difference. And there are a lot of people who exist who are, say, Indian, who could be an American accent right yeah or a swedish accent or anything like you can voice anything like you can really do it if you have the talent yeah but that's not how things work anymore yeah no no it it like you're not supposed to we shouldn't and honestly this is always an ongoing conversation you shouldn't really always judge these little things like this like the fact that apu is hank azaria Mm -hmm. was like once you realize it's not appropriate you should stop but you shouldn't sure. you shouldn't be like, well, Hank Azaria sucks or the Simpsons suck because they made Hank Azaria be the yeah. voice of Apu. It was just like He not, was a voice this actor. Is what they did and yeah. it wasn't necessarily good. Yeah. But, and yeah, maybe they would have been able to find a voice actor who has a natural Indian accent for yeah. Apu. Yeah. But they didn't at the time. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, so now representation's better. So yeah. I mean representation like, is better yeah. now, yeah. So, and like it should continue, absolutely. All right, we'll go so, down the rest of this list. Okay, Let's so see. there are some that I don't agree with. So you've got one, two, three is Homer, Mr. Burns, Krusty, right? Yep. Uh, number four is Milhouse, Bart's yeah, best totally friend. I totally disagree. Right? Yeah, he's... Totally disagree. Number four? Is number four? Best? Yeah. Get out of here with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so he was in a lot of shows, but like, why is he... No way. Like, he's got a bench, a bunch of like good lines. Totally but disagree with that. I think, I think Ralph has better lines. Way better. Way better. Yeah, They're yeah, funnier. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's and Millhouse is played as a sad sack. Bart takes advantage yeah. of him in a lot yeah. of situations. Sucks. Yeah. So number five is Seymour Skinner, principal. <clears throat> Six is Marge. Seven is Chief Wiggum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight, Troy McClure. Troy McClure, my man. Okay. Number nine is Grandpa Simpson. Oh, yeah, mm. Grandpa. He's really good. It's cold out here, and there are wolves after me. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. Grandpa. So he has, like, a little bit like Ralph, yeah, a little bit yeah. like Chief Wiggum, where he kind of spouts some nonsense. Yeah, but it's that's funny. good. Ten is Bart. I don't agree with the next two, okay? Um, also, okay, yeah, so I don't agree with the next two. Eleven, Kirk Van Houten. Do you know who Kirk Van Houten is? Uh, he's the bully, isn't he? No. No, who is that? That would be um, Nelson. Oh, that's right, and Nelson. He's not on here. Who's Kirk? Kirk Van Houten is Milhouse's father. No, that's bullshit. Right? This is a. This is a. What is this? Is this Milhouse.com? Is that where you got this list? That's what we found it on the internet. I can't believe you. I can't believe you knew. Have you been to that website? I, I love Milhouse.com because yeah. it feels like it's Milhouse heavy <laughs> right now, and I don't yeah. agree. The next one, don't agree with either. Superintendent Chalmers. Yeah. What is this list? He shows up. He's angry at Skinner. 
Wait, we seven. don't have Willie the janitor, but we have the superintendent. Willie is so much better. Yeah. Also, anytime Willie is just like ripping off his shirt and he's just like jacked, on, that's on, funny. That's that so funny. funny. Yeah. Um. So we said Troy McClure earlier, right? Yes. So he's an actor because the lawyer, yeah, 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 yeah. the lawyer Phil yes. Hartman played was Lionel Hutz. Yeah, yeah. I like Troy McClure better. Troy McClure is better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Lionel Hutz is um, number thirteen. Although that's a great one too. Yeah. Uh, 14 is Sideshow Bob. 15, yes. Ralph Wiggum. Yes. 16, Lenny and Carl. No, I like them. Yeah, they're good. I put like, them in my top 20. You know, there are other characters who aren't on here. I, I understand. I Comic my... Book Man, Disco Stew. No, both of those guys should be in. Yeah. They should replace like Milhouse and Milhouse's dad. Yeah. But Lenny and Carl should be yeah. in. Yeah, Barney's not on here. They're good friends, too. They are. 17 is Mo. Mo Sislak. Mo Sislak. Uh, 18 is Hank Scorpio. Oh, who is he? Hank Scorpio, Hank Scorpio only showed up once in the episode You Only Move Twice, but he made such an impact that he absolutely belongs on this list. In part, it is an honor to the many one-off characters voiced by the brilliant Albert Brooks. Scorpio is, of course, a parody of a Bond villain, and in his one small appearance, this. he got several classic lines that remain beloved to this day. Yeah. One our other one-off characters considered for this list were Frank Grimes, or Grimey as he liked to be called, and the kung fu hippie from Gangster City himself, Poochie. Wow. Yeah. 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 Also, why are you putting a one-off character? Yeah. Shut, shut up. Oh, man. This yeah. list, I don't know. We we, yeah. we may need to review this list. <laughs> and send some notes. Yeah, I have some notes for these people. Okay, so 19 was Mayor Joe Diamond Quimby. Diamond mm-hmm. Joe Quimby. Mayor Quimby's uh, great. And number 10 was Hans Molman. Hans Molman? Wow. Yeah. I like Hans Molman, but also... Top 20, though? Yeah, top 20. I don't think so. I don't know. Willie is more... I mean, I would put Bumblebee Man before Bumblebee Man, Man, definitely. Comic book guy. Comic book guy, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I disagree with this. Miss Krabappel didn't even make the list. Mr. Who? Mrs. Krabappel didn't even make the list. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Krabappel didn't make the list, and she was like... Like Early Simpsons, Mrs. Krabappel was the true antagonist in the show because yeah. it was always her and Bart versus Bart, and then her versus <clears throat> Seymour Skinner, because yeah. he was always expressing his love for her, and she's just like, "You need to fuck off." Yeah, great as she, stuff. As she smokes a cigarette, deadpan. Great yeah. stuff. Yeah, you just felt like you just laughed because you thought you imagined your teachers yeah. in the back just totally yeah. hating the kids because you didn't think that ever before the simpsons yes you were you just like they don't exist outside yes. the periphery of the school 100 percent. and then when you saw something like that like them in the back room in the break room 100%. smoking and just being like so, so jaded oh my god so good or like i think willie had a flask too so you're like yeah. wait were these people drunk Fantastic. And then you become an adult and know people who work in the education field and you're like, oh, they were drunk. Oh, they are still drunk. All right. So uh, I have to tell you about the first time I got a chance to watch The Simpsons. That you recall? No. Like, I remember it vividly. Okay. Because my mother did not allow me to watch The Simpsons. Oh, so you were breaking rules. Yeah. Growing up, my mom was like... Well, you were the oldest, so the rules applied. Yeah, First of all. Exactly. <laughs> as, a, as a fellow oldest child, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. We that. know exactly how this works. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Uh, You're lucky, Buck. <laughs> exactly. So uh, so my mom didn't want me to watch the show. Mm-hmm. She thought it was too inappropriate, which I think is hilarious now, <laughs> given what's out there today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was thirsting to watch The Simpsons. All of my friends were talking about The Simpsons, sure. right? Where I lived. So my mom... 
and dad went out of town in New York. I think my grandfather had passed away. We did, I didn't know him very well. Okay. So they weren't, weren't like, hey, come with us to New York. They were okay. like, you are going to stay with some friends. We're only going to be gone for, for a couple of days, you know, just to pay the respects. Sure. Come back. And so for me, it was less about... Then my grandfather just died. I'd only met him like once or twice. Okay. For me, it was more exciting because I knew the family I was going to watched the fucking Simpsons all nice. the time. So the very first thing I did when we got over there, I was like, can we watch the Simpsons? <laughs> and I got to watch like a four hour marathon of the Simpsons. <gasps> oh my. Right. Were you just sitting there glued? Oh, absolutely. The I never, I don't think I left the living room. You just peed your pants right there. <laughs> yeah. And now my mom and I laugh about it because like, she's like, I can't believe like now having watched the simpsons that like i ever even kept you from like Doing watching so. the show yeah but like at the time like people thought bart was subversive and he was going to oh, turn yeah. us us like impressionable young men especially into yeah. malcontents yeah you were going to be yeah. little shits yeah. throwing m80s at cars that drive by yeah. and yeah and, know, and, breaking and, all the rules it became the greatest show of my life it became my north star for a mm. show like i loved the fucking show and i would tune in every week yeah. To to watch Bart and how he would misbehave, but then he'd always learn a lesson at the end. Sure. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. So yeah, that's my first interaction with the Simpsons. So I tried to do a Simpsons marathon, which is a slight difficulty because thirty one years, right? Yeah, you can't do that. Y- you can't. But also, it's a true marathon. It is a true marathon. It's right. a it's weeks like, long. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So also, when I attempted to do such a marathon, Hulu didn't have all of the episodes, so. They'd have like a couple from one season and then they'd have all from another and then they'd have a couple from another. So it kind of skipped around a bit. Yeah, because Disney Plus has them all. Oh, do they? Yeah, they have the whole library. We should watch them. Yeah, they have the whole library. We should watch them and we should talk about this. Little little Simpsons marathon. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Uh, If you want to get drunk and watch Simpsons, we should do that. Yeah, good idea. Ah, I'm a genius. All right. So that's my second genius idea of the day. What? Yeah. What was your first? Phil Hartman episode, bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Should I write it down? No, we're good. We're good. Okay. I, you I got it now. You. I trust you your genius ideas. You are a genius. I know. So I did attempt to make a, a Simpsons marathon thing. Mm-hmm. And it, for the episodes that were available on Hulu, I watched probably it was a week. Maybe okay. maybe two. Yeah. Um, there are things from older episodes. I know I was a child at the time where it was just like, oh, that, that definitely went over my head because I get that as an adult now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there were just, like, little things. Like, I remember an episode where Lisa's dealing with something and Marge tells her to, like, swallow it down. Just like uh-huh. a real, just like a real, real woman. And yeah. I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So, it's like, funny. you know, those things that you don't really quite pick up on. Any kind of, like, sexual innuendos. Mm-hmm. Any, like, adult things or things that you, like, watch in movies and other shows later on in your life that you're like, oh, I see where they were playing off yeah. of this. Like, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. It's really funny to like That's see funny. it now and That's be like, funny. ah, I get you. Yeah. So, um, one of the things about The Simpsons that is quite famous or infamous mm-hmm. is the fact that they predict the future. Yeah, that's what everybody says. <laughs> that's what everybody so says. So I have a list of 17 instances where they did. Okay. I'll give you a Let's couple because some of them are a little like, eh, who cares? Okay. <laughs> Just because who cares? Yeah. So, um, there was an episode, season five, episode 10, called Springfield, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Legalized Gambling, which is it's a play now a thing. on, first of all, legalized gambling, but it's a play on, like, How I Learned to Love the Bomb, uh, yeah. Dr. Strangely. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I wouldn't have known that in season mm-hmm. five because I right. would have been a fucking child. Right. I didn't watch Doctor Strange Love then. Anyway, um, so in 1993, this episode, it predicted. So Mr. Burns opens a casino where German ma- magicians. A fantastic. He becomes like Howard Hughesy. Yeah, in the, in the he show. does. Yeah, great. So magicians Gunter and Ernst perform a routine when they were spoofing. Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried and Roy. One of them got mauled on stage by a white Bengal tiger. Guess what happened in 2003? Yeah. One of them got mauled yeah. on stage by a white Bengal tiger. Crazy. Crazy. Um, so, autocorrect fails, they predicted. Season 6, episode 8, so that's 1994. So, it came okay. true in 2007, where we have autocorrect technology. Yep. Yep, the iPhone yep. was the one that did it. Um, so, that was predicted. Also, uh, FaceTime features. And Lisa's wedding, also season six. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. In the future. In the future. Yeah. So she gets married in the yeah. future to, I believe, Millhouse. I think it's Millhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also sad. Yeah. Uh, uh, season 20, which was 2008, came true. 2012, faulty voter machines. <laughs> so it was wait a minute, wait a minute. Did it come true, though? In like, 2012? I feel like, I feel like the conversation became the, true. The conversation was a thing. <laughs> I don't think it actually became true. So, okay, so this says, in a bit inspired by the 2008 presidential election, which was the Hanging Chad one. Or no, the Hanging Chad was, was 2004. 2000. 2000? It was 2000. 2000, okay. Yeah. So in the 2008 presidential election, Homer tries to vote for Barack Obama only to have a voting machine record his selection as John McCain several times. Coincidentally, when it came time for Obama to run for a second term in 2012, video footage emerged of a Pennsylvania machine switching a vote from Obama to one for his Republican opponent, Mitt Romney. The machine was reportedly taken out of commission. Oh, okay. So that's what it's referring to. Okay. I thought it was, I thought we were talking more about like the faulty claims. Like 2016, 2020. Yeah. 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 Um, The God particle came true. So it was predicted in 1998, came true in 2012. So the Higgs boson God particle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so it was a breakthrough to explain how everything in the universe has mass. Wasn't confirmed by physicists until 2012, but, um, the Simpsons figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Homer became an inventor and sure. figured that shit Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Uh, there were things, smartwatches, NSA spying scandal, America's Ebola outbreak, FIFA's corruption scandal, <laughs> Greece's debt default. That's funny. The Nobel Prize, so uh, that was 2010, came true in 2016. Um, somebody didn't want to, banked Holstrom, I'm probably B-E-N-G-T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, won a Nobel Prize in 2016, but on The Simpsons, one character was betting on him to win. Okay. So then he won. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, Lady Gaga's halftime show was predicted okay. in 2012, came true in 2017. Okay. Disney's Fox Takeover was predicted in 1999, came true in 2017. Team USA's Olympic curling win, Drogon's fiery rampage on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert. The 2020 experience. So, like, 2020, okay? Um, This was predicted in 1993, and The Simpsons had done, so this is like a 30-year episode. Mm -hmm. There's an unprecedented flu sweep through Springfield. Townspeople start rioting to demand a cure. A swarm of killer bees, like the murder hornets, yeah. came through. And um, one of the writers for that episode said, "There, if any comparisons, like they're purely coincidental. It's like 
Yeah, well, it was 30 years ago. Well, you have people on the internet today that would use some yarn and some push pins and yeah. try to figure out a way that The Simpsons in 1993 predicted COVID in 2020. Yeah, Charlie Day style. Yeah. So, of <sighs> course, the most famous one is President Donald Trump. Right. Okay. So, predicted in 2000, famous, yeah. came true in 2016. So, Lisa becomes president in 2016, um, or tw in 2000, because she gets inherits quite a budget crunch from her predecessor, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, pretty, yeah. Uh, pretty. That one, that one is pretty famous. Yeah, and I don't know if this is a true Simpsons thing or not because the internet can make a lot of things happen. But mm -hmm. that scene of Donald Trump in real life cascading down his golden escalator at sure. Trump at Trump Tower. Sure. I know this as a Simpsons thing, mm -hmm. so I don't know if it was real life or somebody made it post Trump doing that. Not sure. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know the answer to that question. Exactly. So the yeah. internet exists and people do things on it. Yeah, you Google that. You can Google. You, you Google. Well, I mean, I can Google it. But like, the Google, everybody. Google. Yeah. So that's The Simpsons predicting the future. Excellent. But as far as the future goes for The Simpsons, mm -hmm. how long do you think they're going to air? And why? <clears throat> I don't know how long they'll air. I will tell you this. My kids don't have any interest in, in The Simpsons. Um... My my son, my oldest son, has asked about them. Okay. Because he's seen them on Disney Plus. Uh, kids watch things differently than they used to. Well, yeah, you can binge anything. Yeah, and and honestly, they don't even really binge shows. They yeah. watch all these YouTube people, uh -huh. right? Like uh, like all these different all these different folks who create content today. Sure. And kids are way more into little five minute sort of like people acting crazy on mm -hmm. YouTube clips. Instead of like a thirty-minute show, yeah, um, honestly, it's, which would be twenty-two. It's really hard to get them to to sit for like twenty-two minutes, which ends up being thirty because of the commercials. Yeah, when they can add like ad nauseum, just basically continue to pick the thing they want to pick all the time. But yeah, if you can watch a thirty-second clip, minute forty here, yeah. five minutes there, yeah, I mean, it makes so sense. and I will admit that I have not actually engaged in watching the show for a long, long time. I was probably I probably stopped watching it. Gosh, when I was 30, so about 10 years ago, okay. 12 years ago, I stopped watching it pretty regularly. Like watching it, tuning in on Sunday nights to see yeah, the episode? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I will tell you what did it. It was the fact that, as with most things with me, once a bunch of people began copying it, yeah. all of it became like uh, too many, too well, many animated movies. I know that you don't movies. watch South Park. I don't watch South Park. But in I, South Park, there was a whole episode um, mm -hmm. where one of the characters was being slowly driven insane because they were trying to be inventive and do new things. Oh, sure. But another character kept saying, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Yeah. So the whole episode slowly, the animation turned into the Simpsons. Sure. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. See, that's funny. Uh, so but no, you never watch it. I didn't watch South Park. I didn't watch Futurama. Uh -huh. I, I, like, I don't watch any of the Cleveland show or Bob's Burgers. Um, I did watch a little bit of King of the Hill, but I didn't find it very funny. Okay. Um, and so the two really only animated shows I watched as an adult were Beavis and Butthead in the late 90s mm -hmm. and then uh, The Simpsons. It Animated features are not necessarily something that I'm all that interested in. Yeah. It has to be... Like, the thing that The Simpsons did that I don't think the others do is, like, 
it's just this that level of snarkiness and wholesomeness that are both in the show. Yeah, I think wholesomeness <clears throat> is missing from a lot of shows. Right. I think wholesomeness is kind of inherent in Futurama and in Bob's Burgers. I didn't notice that with both of those two. Yeah. Yeah. The two episodes I've seen of them, I was okay. like, okay, this strikes me more like yeah. King of the Hill was snarky no matter what. Yeah. And then South Park is super snark. Yeah, South yeah. Park. South Park is one of those things where sometimes I and like I am a jaded, cynical fuck, and South Park sometimes would have those lines that made me go, "Ooh, oh god, whoa, ah." Where but, the Simpsons always felt like that it was going to go to me was always it was going to end on this sort of like, but we're all still together. Yeah, which I'm always, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think most animated shows don't really encapsulate that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I do watch animated shows, definitely more than features. I'm not... I used no, to, I 100% agree. Okay, first, 100% disclaimer, agree. like, I'm not the biggest Disney fan because when I was a child, I, I babysat a lot of children. Yeah. Like, more children than exist on the planet. And they all had Disney movies. 100%. So I've seen them all. And then yeah. at a certain point, like, 97, 98... That I cut that shit off. Yeah, yeah. So I don't watch too many like animated features. Right. Um, but shows I still do. And like Bob's Burgers has a little bit like where a family were together. Yeah. But they're still like, I think more driving, you know, everybody's a fuck up here. So I don't know how long it'll go. I know that it's still wildly popular. Yeah. I mean, it still gets great ratings. It they, does. They, they talk about it as a lead in from like the Fox football games. They do. Yeah. So. It could go for as long as it wanted because it doesn't have the thing that, like, TV shows have usually, which is characters get older, characters get stale, mm-hmm. you can't really do everything with human characters, yeah. right? Like, at a certain point, a human character has reached its limit. Yeah. And like, also the actor... grown enough. Also the actor has reached their yeah, limit. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, I don't want to play this character over Exactly, and, over. and you can see it. Uh, with animation, you don't have to see it if you don't if they right. don't want you to. And they can all go do other things in the, exactly. during the week if they're not recording the voices, and they yeah. do. A lot of them have. Oh yeah. You know, so I, it's interesting. I don't know. It could go forever. Honestly, yeah. it could go for as long as it wanted to. Do you think it would though? I mean, like you were saying, your kids don't care about it, but maybe they don't care about it because you're not watching it, so they don't see it in their home. Yeah. But like, if I've thought about introducing, if it. if there are homes that do actually like binge the simpsons yeah then maybe it gets passed down to another generation i feel like that's what you're seeing you know it's interesting because do you feel oh here's a question for you Ooh, okay do you feel like so one of the other famously binged shows is the office yeah right people have talked about how much it gets binged it's Uh one of the most binged like syndicated shows ever. yeah people love it like nostalgia too i will say that my kids know more episodes of the office than they do of The Simpsons. Okay. Well, that's do you because feel like, your ass watches that. Do you feel like your, your friend group, though, has the same thing? Because I feel like I have multiple friends who will watch, who will show their kids The Office before they show their kids The Simpsons. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Isn't that interesting? I think, I think The Simpsons is one of those things that if it's caught out, like you're, you're doing something in your house, the TV's on, and it comes on, and kids are in the room, they're like, oh, what's this? Yeah. And, you know, as a parent, you were like, oh, okay, well, this is what this is. And I watched this when I was a kid. Yeah. So they get a little connection there. Yeah. But if it's not something that's just caught on TV or you're not actually just right. setting it up to be on right now. Right. Then no. Yeah. The office is something that's specific, especially for you. Like yeah. you will put it on. Yes. You're like, I want to watch this right now. Right. 
Right. And then, of course, your kids get exposed to it. Yeah. But that's you're not doing that with The Simpsons. No, that's what so. I think is so interesting because I don't do that with The Simpsons. Yeah. It doesn't become my background noise the way The Office yeah. does. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm in that part of my life. So I don't know. It could go for as long as it as it wants to go. But one of the things we hit on was the family thing. You have a good question here. Nuclear family? <laughs> the nuclear family. <laughs> the stupidest thing in the world. Um, the idea, The concept of the nuclear family... Um, and it is one of the endearing parts of the show is that the family, no matter what happens, always comes back together in the yeah. end. Um, yeah, no matter what hardships, you've got yeah. a mother and a father in the home with their three kids. Yeah, I, I do really like that. And I and I, I, I don't know, yeah, because you ask here, do you, do you think the nuclear family show format will ever get old? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Because I think, first of all, you have everything built in. So if you're talking from a comedic standpoint, you can build all of it from the nuclear family, right? Yeah, like you can have certain characters fill in certain voids. Like Homer's the dopey, oafish dad who is going to make mistakes and he's a he's a chubby fat guy. Right. And he's working a job that doesn't right. appreciate him. Like you build in all these things to these right. people. Right. And then, so every character fulfills the archetype of what all of us experience in our lives, right? So you have... You can make the sister the very responsible, mm-hmm. socially like aware one who wants to, who has a conscience. The son is a is like you know misbehaving. Mm-hmm. So all of that can play, and you can always have those interactions with each other. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. There's so many shows that are about like broken families or divorce or this sure. or that. It's like it is nice or like to like found families. It is nice to have a family that like. Opens is. and closes the show as a family. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that I like. And then everything that happens yeah. in between in between is like are like snarky kind of winks at the at the at the like at the society about how we do this stuff. Yeah. But like it all comes back in the end. Well, you know, if Marge and Homer had ever gotten divorced, I don't think that the Simpsons would be on. Absolutely not. Yeah. There was only one there was I don't know if you remember. They had this. some episodes where there they was had a whole arc trouble. of the yeah. show where Homer ended up in a hotel room with like another lady. Did you ever? Do you remember? I don't this? remember that one. I remember yeah. where Homer. She worked at the nuclear plant. Okay. And Homer found oh, himself yeah. attracted to her. It yeah, was. A, I do it, remember that. It one. was a celebrity voice. I uh-huh. can't remember who it was. The name yeah. escapes me now. Uh, it was Peg from um, Married Katie with Seagal? Children. Yeah, Kate Segal. Okay. Yeah, it was Peg from Married with Children. Nice. And so Homer, another Fox person. Yeah, and Homer was like, don't be attracted to her, don't be attracted to her. And I remember was. that. Okay. Right. I do remember another episode where Marge and Homer were having issues, but it kind of seemed more like Homer wanted to sow some wild oats, but he wasn't sowing them with like like that character, right? He wasn't yeah. he wasn't cheating or doing anything like that. Yeah. He found two friends who were gay and they were in like the Miami style part of Springfield. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he moved in with them yes. and he went to their events and he this. went to their bar and he yep. did their things. Yeah. And one of the characters came on to him and he was just like, wait, no, this isn't what's supposed to be happening. Yes. And he eventually went back and lived with yeah. his family. But yeah. like he had like this whole lifestyle change and he was like enclosed, yes, just dressed this. exactly like the this. two characters. Yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah, I mean, like at the end of it, of course, like the they family comes up together. back together. They always end up together, yeah. which I really like. I mean, how, how come we can't have more of that? I, I, that I don't get. But yeah, uh, no, it's just a good format because number one, you can fit all the characters in. You yeah. can have all these different kooky situations. Yeah. And then on top of which, like, it makes people feel good about, you know, the fact that they continue to come together. Yeah. Yeah. So I got one other question, okay? Yeah. So do you think that there could be another show that runs as long as The Simpsons? Oh, man. But I'm wondering, would it have to be animated? 
or could it be human being live person? Ooh, this is a good question. Cause so how long so how long now has the Simpsons gone? You said thirty one years. Thirty one years. And maybe by the time I wrote this, technically we're at thirty two. Okay. So this so no, I don't think a show unless it's animated can go okay. this long because I don't think that any artists have an interest necessarily in 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 being on a show sticking for with a character years. sticking with characters as long. So I, I think you're forgetting about soap operas. That's true. <laughs> Victor Kiriakis. Good point. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I eliminated. Do but do you know what show is going to hit its twentieth year here very soon? Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Twenty years. It'll almost. It's in like Good season eighteen. Lord. It'll hit its twentieth, and it, these guys do not seem to want to slow down. They That's seem cool. to really enjoy each other's company. They really like working with each other. They come up with kooky, the yeah. kooky shit all the time. Danny DeVito has stuck oh on that show for God. an extended I period of time. I love him on right. that show. He is by far my favorite character on yeah. that show. Yeah. So I feel like there's a chance that those guys could could like could do it go for another five six years yeah. they've i felt like they've ended their show like six or seven times i kind of felt that too like i did also with the simpsons i binge watched it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah and it'd been a while since i'd seen those early episodes and you know some of them are a little clunkier but they're yeah, also yeah. a little oh more, you can tell they're working through it yeah they're also a little more like they have a moral center yes and then kind of like then they season three gravity yes that's yes. when depravity is just like we don't even care anymore right. and that made the show great it did yeah uh but i did watch the newer ones too and i don't know if this is like a thing now for me in covid times in google times and sure. amazon prime times where like i can't really focus when i'm by myself on something like i'll pick up my phone Oh wow! I'll, I'll really? Pick up my iPad and You've I'll become ha- too and I'll, distracted, and I'll be on that things. while the show that I've never seen is on. Wow! Yeah, I have not gotten there yet. Yeah, I have. So, remember how I told you I feel like I'm getting stupider? Part of it is stuff like that. Like I'm just uh-huh. like, I don't know words. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I, I I still find myself watching the Always Sunnies in Philadelphia. I did not know they'd go this long. I'll have to rewatch that last season because. I know there was COVID stuff. Dennis caught COVID when they were in Scotland. Yeah, Ireland. Ireland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, see how I was like, yeah. I knew it was over there. Yeah. In that particular part of the world, but yeah, yeah you got country. Yeah. See? Yeah. No, they yeah, they definitely. So I could see that show, mm-hmm. which is so weird. I can't believe that show could of go, all the shows could go yeah. like another twelve years. But if these guys want to keep doing it, people will keep watching it. Yeah. Other than that. Uh, you know, like your standard sort of stuff, like you're like you said, your daytime soap mm-hmm. operas, your talk show, those sort of things. Yeah. To me, there does not feel like there is any space, even animated, for a show to be able to go as long as The Simpsons have gone. I wonder though if some of that is because of the structure of the show. So with soap operas, you have like this built-in audience who are diehards, right? So the right. people who are on the show, the people who write for the show, like they're they're dedicated right. to it. Um, for animation, like you can go anywhere with it. So like even if the person who created the show is no longer right. in a day, right. like you have other people who can pick it up and take it wherever they want to go. With something, say, like uh, a Netflix show or mm-hmm. like say This Is Us just had like it's yeah, their ending it's, right it's now it's like season. six seasons right, right? right, right so it's always sunny in philadelphia the people who created the show who founded the show who write the show are the actors yeah like it's their show they yeah. do everything right so a show like this is us the actors are 
they're chosen. They had to audition. They mm-hmm. have writers. They have creators. They have all this stuff. With a show like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, when they want pay raises, they can give them to themselves and budget properly. But mm-hmm. when a show like This Is Us is like, okay, well, now we're to season three when actors typically ask want for more a money. raise. Yeah. yeah. And like they've proven them to themselves, they've proven to the world and the writers and everybody involved, hey, like we're carrying the show. It's amazing. We're doing mm-hmm. great. Pay us more. So a show like It's Always Sunny can do the Tom Brady thing where they're like, we're going to take less money up front so we can continue to create content. Whereas another type of show that that has so many different people involved might not be able to do that. Yeah. And it's got to be chemistry too. Like, so that's the other thing is, so like, I think like if you're doing something with your friend, like say you and I wrote a show okay, and we decided we were going to produce the show and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like. You and I could do a show forever. Yeah. Right? Like, and we could do shows with our, like, we could have a group of people that we really like who mm-hmm. we could just do a show with yeah. forever. Because you don't even think of it as work. You're yeah. going in and you're just, like, having fun. And But, like, if you find that, like, you have shitty chemistry or if you have, like, an incident with somebody, then it's like, well, shit, now the show's over. Yeah, because you bring up a good point. When you bring in actors from the outside in yeah. where you're auditioning for certain roles or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, everyone there is, yes, in on the creative creative product or whatever but a lot of them still are like no i came here for a job yeah whereas if you are creating something with people who genuinely just love to do that thing Mm -hmm. where it seems like graining has been able to do yeah uh you can keep that going for a long time because you really are just hanging out with people that you really like yeah i'm hanging out with my friends yeah like it's always sunny and we're making each other laugh and we're coming up with shit that we think is kind of funny and we know other people will think is funny Uh And I think that you can keep that going for a long time. Yeah. Because it doesn't become, it's always work, but it doesn't become like, like strenuous work. work. Yeah. Right. And I think, too, something that is important about that is like, yeah, it's work, but when it's with your friends and people that you really genuinely like, I like you, I like spending time with you. Yeah. It doesn't feel as worky. Exactly. Yeah. And you and you, and you and you can come up with like and you can come up with really great concepts. Yeah, you're that. you're not afraid to share like this is the stupidest batshit crazy thing yes. that I've ever heard. Yes. Um. So let's do it. That's yeah. the other thing. I dreamt about this thing. Let's put yeah. it in the show. And also, in a in a room with friends, right? Mm-hmm. You can tell your friends that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like that will never work. And. And like, and throw an idea out, yes. and people aren't necessarily all that insulted. Yeah. Or you can do, or friends are also more prone to be like, "Well, that's stupid," and then it works. And you're yeah. like, "I admit it. You, that was good. That was funny." Yeah, yeah. Like so, if Graining has the right environment in place, which yeah. seems like it does, you can't go thirty years with, without yeah, with it. With a bad environment, no. <laughs> uh, I think you could go for f- fucking ever as long as people are watching it yeah that's the thing is i I don't know if people are still watching it but it seems like they are because they keep doing it i have to imagine they are i wonder if they'd get to a point where it's like this big hey simpsons last season um would it be a forced cancellation or would it be we're just done writing and Mm, doing this show that's a good question today it seems like Oh, man, it would seem like it would have to be a forced cancellation. For the show It seems like they are perfectly fine with continuing to produce the show. It would be that Fox would need it to start. We need to put some random show on that... The Masked Singer Part 7. Jesus. 
Yeah. Right? I mean, maybe, maybe that's part of the issue. You can only do Hell's Kitchen four goddamn times. I think also, maybe The Simpsons stands alone and continues because animation is cheaper to produce than a series. Mm, where, like you too. mentioned, The Masked Singer, that's cheaper to produce than a series. So that's why, you know, you can have seven of this shit yeah. before yeah. you actually, you know, I'll close, have a real show. I think I'll close with this. Like, it's so interesting because The Simpsons are this amazing glue to all of this um, crazy change that has happened in these last 30 years like that has been one of the things that has been so interesting everything has changed so much Mm -hmm. from the technology we use to you know like and being kids of the 90s and those who are listening that like grew up in the 90s you see the change like you're on the ground level of it you know the things are different we remember fax machines and phones that plugged into walls right yeah and to have a show that is the connective tissue mm-hmm. from the shit that we did when we were 10 to the shit that my kid does today when he's 10. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is cool. That's pretty cool. It makes me feel like... it makes It's me wholesome. Feel, yeah, it does. It's just a little bit wholesome. It makes me feel like, oh, like we can keep something for that long. Yeah. It can remain that good. So it's kind of pure that way. Yeah. There's a purity to the fact that this show... Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't get weird and fucking dark and yeah. like, you know, like Breaking Bad. Didn't go Breaking Bad on us yeah. or whatever. It, it like remained this charming Yeah, family. I think that's part of the beauty of animation in general. The shows that I've seen throughout my life that are animated, um, they really do stay true to whatever it is. Like Rick and Morty. Rick's an asshole and it's yeah. a nightmare and yeah. all kinds of weird things happen because they, they travel the universe. Uh, like uh, South yep. Park, you know, the little kids, like they're at the core of yes. who they are. So they're still little kids and they're still up to no good and they're having all their adventures. The Simpsons, they're a family. At the end of the day, no matter what happens and the adventures they get into and the crazy ideas and inventions and jobs they take yeah. on, like that's who they are. It's pretty cool. At the core. Pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, we encourage anybody who hasn't gotten a chance to uh, check out The Simpsons, you know, just make sure you do that. We are going to there's do like some, forty people, right? Right. We world. are going to do some new things with the when we post these. We're going to start to post like links and business. Links and business. Links and business. <laughs> so we'll 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 probably like post something that's like something YouTube. to Troy McClure. Yeah, something about Troy <laughs> McClure. We'll we'll post a bunch of different stuff. I don't know if we're going to post that the link to that list because I don't know where you got that list. It's yeah. A faulty well, list. I don't know either because I didn't write it down. It's a terrible so list. <clears throat> terrible list. We totally I'm sure just... you can Google it and then you'll be like, what? Yeah, it won't be. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, nobody agrees with Kirk Van Houten. No. Uh, so anyway, folks, thank you so much for tuning in to Liner Notes. We appreciate you being patient. We will make sure we don't take another six months to release Year, thing. Forty years. Year, whatever. Seventy years. It, however long it took us. We promise years. we'll be back sooner rather than later. We love you, people. We'll talk to you later. Bye.